0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the world's number one fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is the Mind Pump. All right. In today's episode, yeah. we answered fitness and health questions that were asked by our audience. But the way we open the episode is with an intro portion. All right. So this is where we talk about... Current events, we talk about studies.
1: No
2: aliens this
0: time. We bring up our sponsors. So, here's what happened in today's episode. The intro, by the way, was 56 minutes long. After that, we got into the questions. We open up by talking about Adam's new diet. It's called the uh, Adamanivore diet. It? It's pretty cool. Adamavore. And uh, I was commenting on his skin because it looks luxurious. And he said it's because he's been using Caldera Labs. Um, it's one of our sponsors. They make face serums that are all natural, they're not full of all those chemicals that make your body have estrogenic side effects they don't cause your testosterone to go down but they do make your skin look amazing go check them out go to calderalab.com. that's c-a-l-d-e-r-a-l-a-b.com forward slash mind pump use the code mind pump and get 20% Zero off man boobs then we talked about the gender reveal party that actually produced an earthquake these things are getting out of hand please stop then we talked about the recent fights uh the ultimate fighting championship fights those were pretty cool which led us to talk about LeBron James. Oh, that guy e- needs to shut his mouth. Then we talked about the climate change policies. Is it true that you can only eat one burger a month? Uh, we, we dive into that. I'm going to eat a bunch. Then we talked about mobility and building muscle. I talked about doing deadlifts to failure, probably a bad idea. Then we talked about how I got roasted on a Mind Pump Memes page. Fuck you. Then we talked about WeWork, Good it's job. a company that's crushing right now. And then we did, there was a debate about Tesla. Uh, so I was on one side, Adam was on the other side. Justin was in the middle refereeing as usual. I think I was
2: on Adam's side. Oh, there you go. But there you go. Pick his side again.
0: Then we got into the questions. The first question that we answered was, is the muscle squeeze or stretch more important for building? Then the next question, this person says, look, I'm bad at pull-ups. Uh, can doing some pull-ups every day make me better at them? The third question, this person says, look, when should I do muscle finishers? These are exercises that bodybuilders like to do typically at the end of the workout. When should I do them and where's their value? And then the final question, this person says, how much cardio is enough to do every single day? Also, only one day left for the biggest sale and promotion we've done in a while. And this one was huge. Lots of people signing up for this one. So you have 24 hours left for it. Here's what it is. It's MAPS Anabolic. It's 50% off. And then the Shredded Summer Bundle, which includes MAPS Aesthetic, MAPS Prime, MAPS Hit, and the Intuitive Nutrition Guide is 50% off. So both of them half off. Here's what you got to do to sign up or if you just want to learn more. Go to MAPSFitnessProducts.com and enter the code APRILSPECIAL with no space for the discount. I started the new diet last night. You started the new – oh, you're doing a carnival. No, I'm not.
3: No, I'm not. I'm doing my own thing. Matter of fact, I'm going to write a
2: book afterwards. What's going to What's going Adam Navour. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's a- like
0: <laughs> an Adam Navour.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's uh That was a bit of a stretch. It's I first of all, there's no way I could do the carnivore. Like I I like started thinking about it, like Yeah, you don't have the discipline.
2: Yeah, yeah you're no. right. <laughs> 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 Remember that one time when we fasted? Only the
3: most disciplined yeah. motherfucker yeah. of the group here. No, Wait a minute. No, actually, no, it's true. Yeah. We well, all did a long I'm fast I'm going to it up. I'm going to throw you in you
0: gave up first.
2: Yeah. I did. You did.
3: Yeah. I, I think did. it was
0: like you went like four hours. But
3: the main reason for that was I was already in fantastic shape, and I didn't want to lose oh any weight. Oh, my
2: God. That's a great excuse.
3: You know, and Absolutely. you guys had a lot of flub still to go, and so I figured like... <laughs> They could use three days. Yeah. Did you say, did you yeah. say flub? You said fluff. <laughs> like
2: it's flubber, like it bounces and everything. Like it's yeah, blubber
0: yeah. and fluffy at the yeah. same
3: time. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, fl-
0: it it's not even firm blubber. No, so I'm going to do- That's fine.
3: I'm going to do like a elimination diet, carnivore-esque, whatever the fuck I feel like thing.
0: So nothing. You're going to so do it's, nothing. It's, it's, it's just made up. <laughs> you're just going <laughs> to basically- No, no, no.
3: Okay. It looks very carnivore-esque. Okay. Give us the details. Break it down. Yeah. What's the structure? Uh, ground beef and rice beef and rice yeah that's I mean, it that's the yeah. that's primarily it i mean i can have ribeye and tri-tip so and,
0: meat and rice yeah rice is going to be the one
3: carb that i allow myself to have now i'm going to have so it, it, you're gonna eat like i do basically
0: probably yeah i'm gonna yeah. throw yeah. in some vegetables but look a lot the, better the, yeah, yeah, when i'm done okay huh? wow. yeah. yeah yeah i said but look a lot better <laughs> when i'm done <laughs> <laughs> if he's got you there. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on, a second, hold on, a second. So uh, it's going to be red meat and rice, and yeah. then that's it, and that's going to be your base. Yeah, mm. yeah. What if it's the rice, dude? What if
3: it's the grain? Well, so here's and, and the, the, no, that's a great and that's a good question. I'll probably end up having maybe, maybe depends on how how bored I get of eating that way. Some
2: berries, like we talked about. All mm. oh, you need some rapini, right? Mm. Is that what you do? You shake do your the, head the like rapini. You have to, you have to shake yeah, your head. Yeah. Yeah. You say, I don't. Have some sardines uh, in I don't
3: think that. Um, I don't think it's rice that's affecting me. I don't think that's triggering my autoimmune. God, you know how sad you would be if it was? Uh, a mm-hmm. little bit. I mean, I could switch over to yams or sweet potato just fine. I got mm-hmm. no problem with that. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. You would be okay never eating rice again?
3: I mean, I guess. If it, it cleared up my psoriasis completely. It'd be okay. yeah.
0: So that's kind of So
3: that's the mission here, right? Is like I'm not trying to follow somebody's protocol. I'm doing a elimination type of diet. I'm choosing to use a carnivore esque type of Mm -hmm. protocol and really it is like i'm going to eliminate a lot of things that i eat a lot you know i eat a lot of vegetables um i eat a lot of avocado uh i eat a lot of bell peppers and Mm -hmm. tomatoes and Mm -hmm. things like that so i'm trying to eliminate a lot of those things that potentially could be it um obviously no sugars and refined carbohydrates things like that are no
0: candy huh of course. That's not hard for me. This Can be fun. Yeah. yeah. You know what, Justin? That's yeah. so what we're going to do. We're going to
3: load his, his test freezer. It. Let's test his dessert. Yeah. Well, it's only yeah. going for 30 days. I can do anything for 30 days. We'll, we'll sprinkle so. sugar in his water. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. I've been drinking a lot of water I, today. I, I tell you so what, awesome though. Oh, I mean, I started crisis. it yesterday. Um, I had I had uh, you know, sashimi and rice and then for lunch, and then I went to- um, Oh, so fish, too. Yeah, any any meat, any right? animal meat. Yeah, any gotcha. any animal meat. Uh, but I I imagine that I'm gonna have to do a lot of ground beef and red meat because I'm not getting very much anywhere else. I'm not mm-hmm. getting enough nutrients everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I think the 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 bulk of it's gonna your look-
0: skin does look nicer today stop that's what
3: that's because it's a caldera dude that's yeah. what
0: that is oh really yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. you see someone making it's a little bit of, of a sheen yeah it yeah. gives me
3: a little bit of a sheen. no i mean yeah. if you was like it looks like he dumps look, it on we're, his we're, face we're,
0: look andrew Andrew, <laughs> that is like two drops uh. andrew focus on the face right now in the head look at that i mean it, it's like uh could use a little look powder at, look at it's bing bing yeah. it makes the sound it's almost too shiny in my face yes easy it's very clean very nice very did you dye your beard you fucker
2: no really i
0: did not Right, Vic. Looking at the, Vic's in our, here today. Looking so, at our barber over there. Yeah, today. no, she didn't. No, no, she asked me though. Tell the truth. She asked me. Is he is he
3: dying anything? No, no nothing. No, no. Okay. see, <laughs> right. and she asked me. She goes, do you do you want to color that? And I yeah. said, well, "What do you think it looks?" She didn't she, ask me that. Goes, no, I, say, I said, "Well, he how? is younger than." us. I said, "How do you think it looks?" And she says, "Well, you're by far the most handsome out of the three guys, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't change anything." She about She told you. me the same I'm thing. So Are you lying, she to everybody?
0: Yeah. She, hey, she didn't even offer to dye my beard. Yeah, yeah. she's like, eh, she's no. She told me work. she's like, there's,
3: there's a lot of work with <laughs> Sal. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she, it's a <laughs> silver really works for you.
0: Yeah, I don't know how
2: to take that. Should I have
0: to raise your prices? It's a lot of dye. If
2: I do his beard, yeah, exactly.
0: Anyway, hey, how fun is that? With what do you call him? Funny Mike. Yeah, I call him Funny Mike. Yeah, yeah so so people don't know this we got a guy coming in and he's uh an improv instructor yeah and uh justin no.
2: experienced this already yeah, yeah he did right just well, I, so I've, I've wanted this for you guys
0: justin took improv classes a while ago and all of us noticed uh he just how much better he was on the podcast yeah he went, he went from really bad to like not so bad <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's, he's now terrible yeah. <laughs> appreciate was, that no, yeah no. I mean.
2: No, but it, but this. I have to try, you guys. Okay.
0: So the goal is this guy comes in, he has us do these improv exercises, which are weird. Yeah. But the goal is to increase, to get our flow to even more
2: connection. More. Right. Like I want to think, you know, what you're thinking. Thinking. See. Whoa. I knew what you were
0: gonna say. Exactly. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. yeah it's see how I'm part. <laughs> <are>? It's working. <laughs> it's it's working. It's a lot of fun, though, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good time. I think it's interesting. I think uh, a, it would be really
0: hard to do that in front of a crowd, though. Isn't that what you do in the, it, at some point?
2: Yeah, at some point. It, it kind of builds up to that. So the, the hard part for me was when they would do monologues and things, and they'd kind of put you on the spot, and you have to like go off on something for at least a minute, a full minute, and then to five minutes. And I know you're just like, oh, I love this, because I can just keep talking forever. Yeah. Like For me, that was a, a bit of a struggle. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. But like today's
0: exercise, you're going to be talking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God yeah, raise my hand. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'll do that one. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoy it. I think it's good. It's definitely challenging. Um, but I hope it makes us better. The people, and the people watching will know. They'll we'll let us see. Know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it all Can the audience
0: out. see this big ass banner we have in here, Doug? I don't know. <laughs> Not really. What the
3: fuck this is this? This wasn't part thing? of
2: my design okay, for upgrading so the studio. Yeah, so by it's by the way. basically
3: this. If this thing wasn't already about Sal enough, now we got a big ass <laughs> banner on. to remind oh. everybody oh.
0: to. Come
3: on. There should be like a whole
2: <laughs> band over there. Sal is the champion. Hey, yeah, why aren't you playing? Sal this? is
3: does his, uh, hey, does his, his head head in the camera still? Can everybody calm down? down. All right, Doug,
2: Sal is the champion of D- the world. Doug's showing the
0: banner right now, uh, and uh, so you guys can see what it looks like. It's just yeah. the book stuff. And you know what? The goal is to to have that behind no, it's me. That's important when I'm doing video uh, intros. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't use a uh, accordion when you were doing my music. Uh, oh, that, that would have been perfect. Oh damn, you, I missed opportunity. You missed out yeah, on that. Yeah. So uh, no, it's all right. It's not bad. It is a little loud. Yeah. I do feel now you start your branding. You yeah. start
3: your official tour this week, is that right?
0: Yeah, Thursday I go to LA. I'm gonna do um, Max Lugavere's podcast. good friend of mine, love Max. Everybody knows Max. Uh, Jen Cullen, she's going to do her podcast and I'm trying to see if I can get Aaron Alexander too at the same time mm. before I come back so cool. I, get, I get to talk about uh, my favorite subject. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Resistance, Resistance training. training. Resistance. Dude, did you guys Benefits. feel did you guys feel the little mini earthquake we had over the weekend? Oh uh,
2: yeah, it was like a 3.9 or 3. something. Wait, yeah. What was that? Over the you weekend? You didn't feel that? No, what day? Yeah, uh was, was it, it Sunday night or Saturday? Saturday. We Saturday. were together Saturday night. Yeah, it was like when I got home. I think it was Saturday night. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you know when it was? I think it was Saturday night. So here's the weird thing. I didn't feel it, but Jessica did. She was upstairs. I was downstairs. And then she's like,
2: oh my God, she called me. Oh, I felt. I'm like, I didn't feel anything. I mean, it was significant. It definitely kind of shook the house and I I heard it and everything. so. So Wow, I didn't hear nothing. So speaking of earthquakes- Okay. Did you guys hear
0: about this gender reveal party? I got to find out where it was that caused an earthquake. <laughs> okay,
2: so I, I I saw the the headline and the title for that, but that how like, does
0: that happen? No, that sounds like no, clickbait to
3: me.
2: No, yeah, dude. no, it's real.
0: It's absolutely real. I'm pulling it up right now. I it was on a science. How otherwise. big of an explosion do you need to create to have an earthquake follow that? Watch. So revealing. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. Right. Uh, I'm going to read. So residents in a number of towns in New Hampshire reported a mysterious earthquake at around 7 p.m. on April 20th, shaking homes and cracking foundations. So what they did – it's going to tell us what they did here. Everybody's like, we heard this huge blast. I guess they used explosives (laughs) to to
2: show – like the, the, the gender of the baby? Like, seriously, can we stop with these things? When did this start? Because do you know that other gender reveal party that like they-, they The forest fire? The forest fire. The entire, like this is up in like Northern California, I think.
0: So, so listen to this, right? So they used Tannerite. Do you guys know what Tannerite is? No, what is that? It goes boom, boom. Yeah. And they used it in a quarry because bang, they bang. thought it would be safe. And uh, a bunch of calls came in afterwards. They're like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Uh, there's an earthquake. I See, mean, how many explosives
3: are you? So they th- went down into a quarry to do a gender reveal party. Yeah,
0: and imagine the explosion that they had to do for people to feel in their homes and crack foundations. That's
2: what I'm saying.
0: This is this is just like you. You think you're way too important, dude. Yeah. Like our kid is gonna be a boy or girl. Let's blow some shit up and yeah. show everybody no nobody stupid. cares. You, you know stupid. that these parties didn't stop e- it. These didn't exist uh when my kids were younger, just like fifteen years ago. No. they didn't have gender reveal parties. We, you know. we were busy
2: doing shit. <laughs> we were blowing you know, up. like I was avoiding a lot of like kid parties. I know. Could you believe yeah. that though? Did you uh watch the UFC fight this weekend? No, dude, but I did see the clip of dude. maybe one of the dude. best cards in ever. I was so mad I left. Uh by the way, I went to go see Adam uh you know at his house. We went to dinner and yeah, no, uh, You guys, had a, you guys yeah, hung we out had, We dog. had a moment with It That's nice. You. It was yeah, nice. Yeah. You no, it was talk. actually refreshing. A tel- lo- lo- lot less talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was great. I mean, we... <sighs> I was there for the first one with, um, you know, where uh, what's his name got his his shin just that's the one I saw broken half.
0: So that's this either the second or third time I've seen that UFC where the guy goes to throw a kick, it's checked. It was and- Anderson Silva that it did happen to oh, originally, and
3: it flops,
0: and-, and it happened with against Weidman.
3: Weidman, thank yeah. you. yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Wait, so, so the- this
2: time Weidman goes and he's just doing like he's just doing a leg kick and he's he's swinging his leg around. Hits, connects, and then you just see his leg immediately break and flop kind of over the oh. back. And then it you, he doesn't even realize it yet yeah, in to stand slow-mo. On it? Yeah, it goes to stand on it. Oh. He's got no support. Boom, falls. It was – heartbreaking to yeah. watch.
0: So for the way that it was explained to me, so I'm I'm not a Muay Thai expert, I'm not a striking expert, I did a little yeah. bit of boxing but it's nothing. And I Purple somebody belt. explained to me, no, there's no belts in boxing. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Brazil. That's why I avoided gym. it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like
2: I'm all about the belts. Yeah,
0: so anyway, the 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 way it was explained to me is cuz the way that the the tibia is Yeah. If you hit it at the, because it's kind of a long bone. So if you take out a tibia, it's not perfectly round, right? It's kind of like shaped kind of like a, like it's long, right? Yeah. yeah. If you hit it on that end, it's very strong. If you hit it kind of on the side, it's much easier to break. So someone told me that is the result of a misplaced kick because there's so much strength in the tibia at a particular angle. And then it's also Is that
2: it? Or is it also like unreported previous injury? Like, you know, from training that that was my speculation yeah
0: but see i'm thinking like you would have to have... Like a hairline a frac- fracture or you something. Would, exactly, but a fracture there, yeah. you would, you'd feel. And you probably wouldn't be able yeah, to fight, right? I don't
2: know. Yeah, it was just so so freakish how that all went down. And it was the very first exchange. Mm. You know, you just... And then, boom, oh, man, that set the stage. And then, I guess, the rest of the fights, I didn't even get to see them until later. They were all epic, dude. dude. Really? Yeah, so Ro- what else Rose,
3: Rose fought for the belt, so she was the first... That was, like, one of the most
2: inspiring fights oh, I've the, seen in a while. Which,
3: and she was a major underdog going into it. I, I bet my... My brother that I thought... Now she were,
0: lost her previous fight. Yeah,
3: she, yeah, she lost She lost the belt. She had the belt before, and then the girl that's got it right now, I forget her name, but she's badass. And she
0: kicked her and knocked her out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Straight to her
3: chin, put her to sleep, and then Usman, man. That guy just... I, Joe, Did you see the post that Joe Rogan wrote no. about her? Oh, yeah. Joe Ro- wrote Him, excuse me. Wrote about Usman just saying he's Pound for pound, he thinks is the best fighter to ever fight. Really? Yeah. Well, he's he's two away from beating Anderson Silva's record. Right. right? Well, Silva's mm -hmm. what sixteen? Yeah, sixteen, but without a loss. And he's just he just keeps getting better. And this fight was really.
2: Masvidal's a a, you know he's a beast. Well, yeah, yeah, because they fought last time. That's right. And he took him he took him
3: five rounds on a six day notice last time. So I was really excited about that fight. I was mm. like, dude, this dude hung with Usman last time mm. with a six-day notice,
0: twenty pounds overweight.
2: And he cleaned yeah. his clock
0: this
3: time. Oh, bro!
2: Oh, did you see all like the debris just because yeah. he got hit? So, it was gnarly. So,
0: speaking of these fights, right? Did you guys see the 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 posts and the shit that Jake Paul is saying to Dana White? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so this is the thing. Now they're getting into this he, kind of like trolling. Again. They're going to this back and forth kind of like word war, right? Jake Paul is much better at the like how to how to how to use media to fuck with the other guy. Do you guy. think it's him or do you think he has somebody's helping him? I don't know, but mm. whoever it is, he does a good job because he put Dana in a corner. Because here's what he did: instead of because Dana got mad, he's like, "Look, if you approach my fighters under contract again, we're going to you know do take a lawsuit. Yeah, we're going to take legal action." Yeah, right. So Jake did the the very smart thing. He said, here's the deal. Here's how much I made for my fight. Here's yeah. how much we paid Ben Askren, which is more than you pay any of your other fighters. You need to pay your fighters more. You're greedy or whatever. How do you? How does Dana White rebound from that? Yeah. That makes him you look think really that's bad. That's
2: going to cause a little bit of a stir amongst the fighters, and you know, some little bit of animosity. I don't think so. No.
0: I, I think they know that.
3: Yeah. Mean, no, but not, I think what it does. I mean, Brennan, that's
2: Brendan Schaub's been talking about that forever, yeah. right? But what it does
0: is it it could stir up so much, like, oh, we want to see Jake Paul get his ass kicked, or we right. want to see whatever that he may actually get an opportunity to fight someone who's big if there's well, a lot of money it was
2: involved. Small uh, smart too that he was pointing at uh, you know, John Jones and like trying to get him to fight uh, you know, in that that that, fight that everybody wants to see. And so now, what's your pressure are, on that? What's
3: your guys' take on something like that? Right, somebody calling out like you was like, what do you think the solution is, or do you think that Dana should pay the fighters more, or do you think that? I mean, if it wasn't for the UFC, a lot of these fighters would never even be known. Like, where do you where do you stand on that argument? So here's the
0: reality. I know business. So I don't want to hear the reality. I want to hear your, your, I, I'll your opinion. I'll give you my yeah, yeah my opinions based off reality. Okay.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, it's usually not the case. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's that's also not true. Yeah. yeah. No. no Look,
0: look, you guys know enough about business to know this. It's easy to look on the outside and be like, oh, they deserve to be paid more. That's right. The reality is that Dana White took the UFC, which was a fledgling company. Mm -hmm. They were barely making money, if none, if any at all, and turned it into a profitable company business so to look on the outside and say these people de- deserve to make more money you have no idea what that what that looks like how he's running it right and he a kind of mountain they've climbed to get to and he's done are. a good job of building this incredible brand yeah. so can he pay them more i don't know And what does that look like? Now, in my opinion, I think he's doing a good job. Obviously, UFC's crushing. Right. But will this pressure change things? I don't know. I mean, I think
3: naturally they're going to continue to scale up like they have. But I agree with you. So that's why I was curious which way you would go with that. Because it reminds me when I worked at 24 and I'd have trainers, right, that when I was managing there, when I had trainers that were working underneath me. And, you know, they put in a couple years in there. They get pretty good at what they're doing. And then they start looking at the math like, man, I'm only making – you know, 50% of what this person is paying for. And they right away are just like, this is, you know, bullshit. This is bullshit. Mm -hmm. I should be getting paid so much more. If I go do this privately, I get to collect all that money. But what you just don't think about when you're in working for that big, massive company is the amount of leads right. and revenue they, they potentially generate for you that you would have to the drum Millions up.
2: of dollars of marketing they've already put That's it, right. all yeah. the materials they that provide right. you and it's, the it's, clientele. It's no different than a teenage
0: kid telling his parents or her parent or whatever, I'm going to move out. How much is rent? I could afford that. I have a job here. It's not that big of a deal. And every parent you know that hears this is like, all right. Yeah, Go and see cool, if you can actually do, <laughs> do all that because it's way more challenging than you think. Right, You think it's so easy. It's the same thing when people look at companies and say, the CEO is getting paid so much and the employees are whatever. Yeah. Why is this happening or whatever? That's not how it works. And, and Jake Paul could make that argument all day long that, you know, oh. I, no, he's this. playing politics, which is smart.
3: Yeah, right? it's smart. And like his angle is smart, but it's still, you're talking about one fight. You know, how many people does Dana employ? Mm-hmm. You know, how many fighters that wouldn't get a big payday like yep. that mm-hmm. because it's not a big celebrity Solid fight pay. that are making legitimate money that have the opportunity to work their way yeah. up the rankings and actually get paid? And, well. and
0: how long is Jake Paul going to last doing this? Right. There's only at some point he's going to have to fight a real fighter because people are going to want to see better and better fighters. Right. And once he gets his ass kicked, the, the show's over there's not going to be a show anymore. But now that he's winning, they're kind of excited and people hate him. Yeah. But he loses a couple times. It's done. He's, his couple brand is won. Wasn't like won.
2: Tyson Fury or whatever? Like, I was hearing talks of that. That's of the him, rumor. Because that's a real fighter. You know mm-hmm. that's that's somebody that you know boxing wise like would really like put a star. Isn't
3: on. there's two Furies right there? Are they brothers or there's a there's a Tyson and then there's another one right? No Maybe idea. look at this. Look at the uh, Fury boxing brothers or something like that. I think they're related, right? There's two guys that uh, I know that I, there's Tyson Fury, which I think is the the most famous mm-hmm. and the big one. I don't follow boxing, so I know somebody's yeah, cringing right now. Me of trying of to talk names, about yeah. boxing, but I know that who he's calling out isn't the the big. Brother. oh it's not the it's main, not the main main dude but okay. it's another it's his i don't know if it's a brother maybe doug could hurry up No, i
0: that. i heard that he was uh going uh that there was talks with floyd mayweather
3: that's his that's his older
0: brother logan. oh it is logan and old... him have been talking oh, about okay yeah and i thought he booked that didn't he book that uh, maybe. maybe that would be interesting but Floyd, you know Floyd, he's all about the,
1: the yeah. What the, you got from me over there, Doug? Nothing. Nothing. No connection. Fu- Fury. Uh,
3: Fury. Boxing guys. No, he's got no connection. I have Adam. no. I have to look it up on my phone. Oh, you have no connection. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not going to the oh the the, the, the tech not gods that are have... mad at you. Huh? <laughs> oh.
0: Not again, Doug. Not again, no. Doug. Oh! Speaking of uh, celebrities that are really annoying, um, I know I'm not a basketball fan, but boy, does LeBron James irritate that crap out of me! Wow, is that guy annoying? Super annoying!
3: I'm just glad he's finally getting some pushback from all his bullshit, dude. I'm I,
0: not, it sucks
3: because I'm such a I'm such a fan of his his game, dude. Like he's he's already, ruins it. He's one of the best players to ever play. But the, the thing that I loved about you know, Michael Jordan is he left the politics alone, dude. Mm-hmm. He just stayed out of that. Kobe did a good job of doing the same thing. You know what? Okay, so
0: here's the problem. The second you have an opinion and you act virtuous, you open yourself up to all your hypocrisies. And LeBron is chock full of hypocrisies. Loves to call out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, does he really care? No, because he's paid very heavily by a country that Takes people because of the religion, puts them in working camps, and uh, violates human rights all the time. Will never say a word about that. Right. Really doesn't give a shit. He wants people to think he gives a shit because he's behind his, you know, his his super expensive 20-foot walls and whatever. Full of crap. I hate that. It annoys the shit. Yeah, I know.
3: You're over here talking about oppression, but yet you've got children making your shoes that you're fucking hustling out, dude. Come that, on. That's
0: what I mean. Like yeah, he opens he's, mm-hmm. himself up and he acts like he's so whatever, but he's not. You're full of shit. Yeah, no. You're just a very I very wealthy, too, talent, lucky man. You're a lucky man. That you I think do he you went do. too
3: far though on this one. I think this one even uh, yeah. even my even my like super left friends are just like, oh, you know, that's yeah, we don't want to. That no. was a that was a a pretty uh, justified shooting by that officer. I mean, he was sa- he saved. The life of somebody else. I'm sorry. Right.
0: If I'm if if someone's trying to stab me, I hope a some a cop shoots them. I really do because yeah. uh, people die from knife wounds all the time. And by the way, have you guys seen videos of uh, how? Uh, People getting stabbed even after they've been shot, or stabbing other people after they've been shot. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, so it's not something that you you know you you take lightly. Yeah, no. that was very very justified.
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree with it. Yeah. Which is that's what's going on, right? I mean that that officer is not in trouble or anything like that. I haven't followed it since like the breaking. I made a comment about LeBron saying something right afterwards. I just said, this is so stupid for you to just open your mouth and to open your mouth so early. Like it like happened, and then he, right away he was already now
0: there was that funny meme that went around because he was saying apparently like oh the police officer could have didn't. Have to use that much for I don't know something like that and people are like this is the same guy that falls down when someone touches him yeah in a yes. game and it yeah, complains he it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: don't I don't there's a that. lot of
0: there's
3: a lot of memes and funny so I've seen like some skits that our officers are doing on TikTok now too they're like hey LeBron that's somebody... smart yeah yeah that's smart yeah
0: I was having this conversation with Jessica the most powerful communication tool that exists right now is are memes or short humorous videos but memes for sure. If you want to get your point across and you want it to spread fast, mm-hmm. if you make a funny meme or a meme that's like tongue in cheek or whatever mm-hmm. that people like within days that and it actually has a strong impact, it's the political cartoon of today and political cartoons have always had lots of power. So, yeah, yeah. and speaking along those lines, have you guys seen the, this is right, this is, I'm sure you guys got tagged. Have you guys seen the articles about this uh, climate plan and how they're, they're like, oh, it's going to limit us to eating four pounds yes, of meat?
2: I have. So, it, okay. Is it True. Uh, it, it equated to like uh, one burger per month. So it's okay. So there, this is, this is,
0: I love this, right? Yeah. So no, not exactly. Okay. So what, it, what he said, what happened was, is Biden came out and said, by the way, I love it when politicians do this. They make a promise for sometime in the future. Free pizza for everyone. We're not, not going to be around <laughs> because it's like the next guy's going to have to worry about it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So he made this thing and he said, we are going to reduce, uh, we're going to cut our emissions in half by 2030. Of course, you'll be out of office by then and whatever. The next guys have to figure it out and mm-hmm. not a big deal. But anyway, this is what we're going to do. So, so I forgot what it was. This university came out and said, okay, here's what would have to happen in order to accomplish this particular goal. And one of the things that they wrote in there was, we're, we're going to have to limit our red meat consumption uh, by like 90%. And so that's where they got that, that, but it wasn't part of the plan. For us tonight, well, what about
2: all the factories around the world that yeah. just emit like a, an insane amount of carbon, Dude, So, I,
0: I heard
3: that was bullshit. I heard that yeah. was like a, a Fox News stat that went what, out. That, no, it was that, uh, they were
2: just trying to make
0: no, they took this university's hypothetical and then pinned it on, but Biden didn't say specifically that. All he said is. He didn't say a plan actually he just said we're going to cut emissions in half by 2030.
3: Yeah, see I hate reporting on even shit yeah. like that because then it's not even real news yeah. dude. It's uh, not real yeah. he, he didn't say that. It's, you know it's we talked about this a long time. Yeah, we talked about this a long time ago. It's like you got to be so careful now because the things that go viral are these like absurd extremes. Yeah. That do not represent the majority. A majority of people don't agree with that. Yeah. You know, and somebody is they're taking a <laughs> a study or a single thing said and then they're taking it and they're running with something crazy. That'll, that'll never happen. work
2: here in America. Of course dude. not. Yeah. Well <laughs> you can't take away my burgers. No, here's the
0: thing though, and, and I've gotten into discussions uh in our forum about this. It, this is how you know when someone's really serious about uh, you know, improving uh our, our climate, uh, you know, reducing pollution. Do you support nuclear power? If they say no, you know they're full of shit. Because there is no technology at all today that even comes close to nuclear power's ability to give us power with minimal or almost no waste. And I know this because the technology today is uh, with nuclear power is incredible. That literally could solve everything right now. But they don't want to solve everything one side has their lobby group and the other side has their lobby group and they like to keep
2: it that way. I mean, you guys saw that whole, um, you, you know, where they uncovered CNN and, and how they basically, uh, that one reporter oh, was, yeah. was kind of unveiling that a lot of it was propaganda that they were like, really like they had massive efforts in that direction to, uh, you know, get Trump out of office. And so it, the other part, the, the second part of that was now we're going to turn towards climate control. And that was like the big initiative from like the news media.
0: Yeah. You need to have a, a scary problem. Right. It, you, it, you gotta have it. You get people to do what to you want. Views. Because I'm telling you right now, we could really solve it. If you if you do your research and look at these current generation nuclear reactors, because the ones that in the past that have caused problems were old tech. By the way, if you add the nuclear disasters and you compare them to the oil disasters and the pollution, all that stuff, they don't even come close anyway. But nonetheless, the current technology with nuclear extremely safe, extremely efficient, and produces little to no waste. But they don't bring that up because that's an actual solution. What they want are, you know, more problems. Let's let's have more problems. Fear, fear, fear. Yeah, let's get scared. Anyway, uh, let's talk about our workouts. How are you guys doing with your training? We haven't talked about. We talked about this last episode, but we haven't seen each other since.
1: Yeah, no,
3: I uh, I posted. I posted. uh, I I don't do that enough. I know every time I do that, I get all kinds of traction on my social media. I think it added a bunch of people, and I think the views on it are beyond anything else that I post. Anytime I do, like me exercising. It's so funny. Exercising or my food. It's like mm, everybody, wants mm. to, uh, everybody wants to see. Um, but we were we had that debate recently about the the parallel squat, and so I did a video of I me. Mean, oh, sk-
0: I saw that. Yeah. Very nice-looking squat.
3: Squatting barefoot. I mean, it's been a long time to get there, right? Like So it took me a long time to get that kind of depth. It took me even longer to get to a place where I could do that with good control barefoot. Uh, without my, my ankles. Now,
0: are you, cloth. while you're doing it, are you still having to really concentrate on everything or does it feel like it happens? No, 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 no. I, I have
3: to really concentrate. So that was only 185 pounds, right? Which is relatively light for me for squatting.
0: Where do you find that it breaks down? In that same position? My feet. Fo- feet. But how much weight? Oh, you mean like ca- how much? Yeah.
3: Um... If I'm moving 225, 10 plus reps, okay. So, or if I'm hitting three fifteen and above,
0: then the feet starts to break down.
3: Yeah, then that's and that's the reason why I'll work with like a lighter weight like that because that was the intention. The intention was, you know, I'm squatting barefoot. I'm not trying to load. I'm trying to depth control and feel my feet gripping the ground yeah. and see if there's any breakdown. And you know, I could I could do that slow and control with 185. It's hard to do that with mm-hmm. 225 and above that mm-hmm. deep, that slow and control. Well, people
0: don't know this, but but you know, you had uh, you didn't have you had terrible mobility yeah. years ago when yeah. you started when we we all you know we're working out together. Yeah. So this is a dramatic change.
3: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time that I've I've. Uh, focused on it, and um, I tell you what, the thing that the thing that's most impressive, or that I think it matters the most, is the the pain relief. Mm. Um, yeah, it's great that uh, now that I I squat that deep, that I've been able to develop my legs with less effort, and you know I love that. But I actually have completely eliminated my hip and low back pain that I mm. suffered from for so long, and I just. I get it now. I understand what's gone. What happened is I just, I limited my body from going that, that deep. It's some, it's a, it's a, a place that my ankles and my hips should be able to do. It's and a then very, because
0: you never did that. You lost it.
3: Yeah. And that, and that's exactly was the, what the post was all about is just, you know, for those people that, you know, gravitate towards the other guy uh, that was debating us about the whole parallel thing is okay. You know, just be careful, you know, because I was that same kid who attached himself to people that were, you know, promoting messages like that, that this is, you know, here's the best place to build your quads. Cause as a 20 year old, that's all I cared about. And then I found myself in my thirties, not able to squat down Mm -hmm. all the way to the ground and sit there comfortably. And, you know, if someone would have told me like, do you, do you care if you lose out? I would have said, yeah, I care. Do you think,
0: do you think if you went back in time and talked to 20 year old Adam do you think you'd be able to convince him?
3: I do. I, I think so because because you, I
0: I have more muscle. On my legs. Oh, I see what you're saying. You, you, you would have to say it that way. Yeah. You'd yeah. Ha- yeah. Like, hey, by the way, doing it this way, you're not going to lose muscle. Yeah. Like the, the, the pitch
3: to me would have been this, right? So if, if I'm going back and I'm pitching 20 year old me and I know, and I yeah, know. Yeah, because this is
0: important because I know there's people listening right now, like, I don't care. Right, right. I don't want to lose muscle by focusing on mobility. The, the, the way I would start it would
3: be like, hey, bro, check this out. I'm going to show you a way for you to do less on your legs and have as much more muscle, if not more muscle. Mm. That's how I'd start it. And then on top of that, I'm going to make sure that you don't have any chronic low back pain that's going to riddle you in the next five to oh, yeah. 10 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, to me, that would be the selling point is, because if you just went from the pain angle, when you're 22 and you feel pain-free, it,
2: you're indestructible.
3: Yeah. You're not going to listen to right. that. Right, I'm, yeah. thi- I'm not listening yeah, to what that. The pain? Yeah, the yeah. yeah. But if you sold me on that I would be able to build as much muscle, if not more muscle, by learning to go deeper, full range of motion, and here's the steps yep. in order to get there that you need to work on so that you can yeah. do that, uh, that's what would have probably. Yeah, so well, be. I've
2: adjusted my workouts a bit, like uh, because I was starting to feel a bit of hip pain. And Cut so, back on Zumba. Yeah, <laughs> I had to stop my shaking no hula so hooping. much. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you know, I was going crazy with that. And um, so I, I just completely, I'm doing unilateral style training, especially on leg day for for uh, for that reason, but I've been actually gaining quite a bit of strength in my overhead press again, which is something I really wanted to, uh, you know, get back at and, and see what I could press with that. So uh, that's been kind of fun, dude, because I've been doing a lot of rotational work, a lot of mobility with my shoulders and kind of reinforcing, bulletproofing them, and now I can really see it start to, to elevate. What are you gauging as your like, what are you measuring for the overhead press? Is it a push press or strict standing? Strict press. Strict standing, standing press? Strict press. Do
0: you know where you're at right now, like so, what you were at before? How, well, how much yeah, have you gone up?
2: Yeah, so um I'm about 205. Mm. Yeah, so which is good. Which is good for for me. Um but uh, I got up to like 225 before strict and then you know anything over that I'm definitely doing so, a push. So
0: your goal is to get past your old.
2: Yeah. 225. That, that's my goal. So
0: yeah. I, I got to give you credit because um I've been doing a lot of the the sled and I've made it now a consistent part of my routine. Mm-hmm. Huge carryovers to yes. my squats and my deadlifts. Huge carryover. To deadlift even, huh? Well, anytime my squat goes up, this is true for most people, right? Anytime your squat goes up, your deadlift will probably go up. Not the same, the other way around, right? Deadlift goes up doesn't always mean my squat's going to... But if my squat goes up, I know my deadlift goes up. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have your guys' mobility. I can break parallel, so Mm -hmm. I'll get the lights if I were to compete or whatever. But I don't go lower than that. I just don't have the mobility for it. But my squat has gone up... Uh, over, dude
2: you've been working on your squat for some time now dude and i, I you just said what you're like 415 was i was doing
0: it? singles with 415 working yeah, out that wasn't even awesome. my, my max i actually felt like i could have gone up as maybe as high as 425 and it was because of the sled oh wow because what i'm doing is i'm I on saturdays i load the sled up as much as i as i can so it's a heavy drive mm-hmm. and then i'll drive it for you know 30 steps in either direction and it's not you don't get sore. There's no negatives, right? So there's no eccentric load on it. I'm not getting sore or anything. I definitely get a little bit of a pump, but then when I go work out with my legs, I'm like, "Where's this strength coming from?" And then what I'm doing also is I told you guys I'm playing around with failure. So for the next three weeks, I cut my volume down, and uh, so rather I'm literally cut my volume down one third, uh, down a whole third, and then I'm going to failure on a few sets, right? So today was my first going to failure on deadlifts. Uh, oh ugh. bro, what did you do? <laughs> I put 315 on the bar and I'm like I'm going to keep going until if my hands give up or until I know my form is 20 reps.
2: What fatigued first?
0: Ugh. 20 reps. My I was actually able to hold on. Yeah. What started to happen is I started to feel like I was going to ram- like my back was well, your starting- back was getting a little fried. Yeah, so yeah. I that was it. I stopped at 20, but dude, I had to sit down and uh, you know the the you know the barber was here, right? And so I'm like trying to hurry up so I can get Yeah. No, dude, I had to rest for like twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make this 8 a.m. because I'm gassed. Talking
3: about your workout, your physique that we were talking about the other day, dude. T- please tell me you saw uh, Carlos' his post on Mind Pump oh, memes, bro. bro. Did which he, one? The what he you just on roasting
0: it? me? Tell me you did not. See. Oh, the the Adi one, the Guido? Oh my
2: god, hey, I love this. That was actually mean. That was so mean. It was so good though. It was like you know the the. Thankfully, you could take the. Balls yeah, yeah. you have to
3: have yeah. on this kid. Like, so I, I should tell the audience. I think he was, he was telling the line there. You know, he's like,
2: I wonder if I can get away with this. Okay, I, so, I,
0: you know, here's the deal, right? So, we were our, with our podcast, we've had the podcast for a while, and more recently, we focused on uh, putting the podcast on YouTube and making it kind of a visual show as well. That has grown, totally different audience, right? So, I would say the crossover, what would you guess the crossover audience is? 10, 15%. Maybe, right? Yeah. So, it's like a brand new audience on YouTube. YouTube is majority male and they're younger. And so they fucking roast <laughs> you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And and so the comments are just like, wow, dude. Yeah. They'll like, they're literally going to talk shit about your physique. <laughs> yeah. Like we're doing a podcast. We'll say something like you're fat or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. So Somebody said, I'm,
2: like, I'm sitting already too. Yeah. yeah. Someone like, said my snuff. chest didn't look good. It looks like a
0: guy now or something, which yeah. is not true. Okay. If you ever <laughs> yeah. meet me, you come touch me and check <laughs> come for yourself.
2: Come
3: touch <laughs> my nipples. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. As you yeah. walk I by. I see what that's you're doing. I like that one. I see what you're doing. I play with it. So anyway, uh, Oh, no, so that started, so I talked about it on the podcast, and of course, YouTube is like, again, it's troll land, right? So you uh, do that. Uh, Next thing you know, people now are fucking well, throwing more. Now you, you brought it up. I believe, be more I believe shit. Adam, uh, yeah, he, he opened There's up gonna be more the, shit the, the front gates I know. Gates well, you know,
3: I was more impressed with just the balls on Carlos, right? This kid, so this kid, uh, super hustler.
0: Mind Pump memes, right? Yeah, is Mind my Pump on, memes. It's not is, even our page. It's, it's not.
3: So that's why I want to make this clear, right? So he's technically not affiliated with Mind Pump, that he just has been hustling and got our attention. Uh, and a lot of people have done this, by the way. So, you know, before you go run out and try and yeah, do Yeah, good something. luck. It yeah, doesn't really work. Yeah, it doesn't really work. But his did. His did. And I, I thought. But well, he, he caught the flavor somehow. He did. He did a really good job of, of catching the voice of the brand. He was not afraid to attack us. Which I think we're we're all okay with. We do, but it. he does it
0: the right way, right? Yeah, he does it in a very playful, yeah. fun
3: way. And uh, when when we first got on the phone, I called him up and and I wanted to see if he was open to um, working with us and actually providing some.
0: In fact, his memes pop up on on YouTube uh, on now. right now. Yeah, so if you're watching, right. you're, if you're seeing memes pop up, that's he's making. And it. this is
3: something that he's just doing on his own. Like he's got he's going to school for his degree right now. He's working full time. He does day trading. Uh, and then he also is. I mean, the kid. You gotta is, respect that. And he that. also roasts Sal. Yeah, so that's great. And so, yeah. You guys are
0: next. Well, yeah. we well in fact, right now I would love to see a meme pop no. up that just <laughs> fucks up. Bring <laughs> it. Justin or Adam. Yeah. No, I mean he's
3: he's laid into everybody really well. And when we first got on the phone, he um, he was like, "Yeah, I wasn't sure how you guys would take all that." I said, "No, I would love <laughs> it. I absolutely love as it. As long
0: man. as it's relevant to the show and yeah. and but also here's a deal. And this is why I would hate to do any kind of new media." as a younger guy it, it would be rough
2: because oh, you're so insecure
0: yeah like i don't care dude i'm i'm, dude. 40, I'm 42 i've been doing this forever i've heard, I've heard it all yeah it's, it's almost impossible really to fuck with me um, um well why do you think it drives all
3: these young kids to do like stupid shit is because of that i mean the pressure I, I you know that's the part of me that i feel sorry for some of them you get if you build this this fame on social media which is so different than like fame in real life because you've impacted people right, right. There's, there's a difference when you've you've done something in in, in real life that mm-hmm. you have impacted it's drawn people to you yeah it's drawn people versus to you, you say, hey, look and, at me right you built these relationships and you fostered that and versus i did something on social media mm-hmm. that's got all this attention and then i've created kind of this monster because a lot of times what or at least what in in my experience right so i've no over generalization here i know there's exceptions of the rule um a lot of these people that get all this fame on social media, a lot of times it's really not even them. Like it's not who they really are. Mm-hmm. It, it's Most a, times, it's a, it's a, an act. And what I've found, these kids that are really good at it, they just they can get turn the camera on and they just they they're this personality they become a character. Yeah, they yeah. become a character. Their personality comes out. They're incredible, and you can always tell because you meet them in person and they're just they're nothing like this character. And that might work to build a business and make some money initially, but yeah, I it'll eventually wear on
0: you. Totally. Yeah. No. Especially can't. when you meet people or you're afraid to be a particular way because of your fakeness and how. You, like, and for example, this is a mm-hmm. silly example, but mm-hmm. this actually happened, where there was like a vegan influencer. So they had pages about how great veganism is and it's so awesome, and I hate that people hurt animals. And they built kind of this small following, and then they were on vacation in like Thailand or something and they were eating I don't know what it was chicken or fish and there just so happened to be somebody there that followed them took a picture and posted it yeah. <clears throat> ruined Done. you're now ruined why because the person's fake the person w- really wasn't what they said uh, that they were but i couldn't imagine getting you know uh, roasted as a ki- as a 20 year old imagine getting your getting your body picked apart as a 20 something oh, year old kid <laughs> No. You're fat (laughs) or your arms don't look good. You're like, oh oh my God, what am I going to do? I got to go like work out more and like, I don't give
3: a fuck. Well, why do you (laughs) you think it drives them to have that too? That image of like, there's a lot of channels. Most of your fitness channels, in fact, that are, Mm -hmm. are popular Kids are rocking no shirt on it, stuff oh, like yeah. that. I'm like, could you imagine Dude, having to keep that exhausted. physique up? Yeah, yeah, keep that physique up year round. Perfect lighting, otherwise, yeah, it's all and you're slightly off. You bet yeah. your ass they let you know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Fuck what? A, that
0: by the way, way, that's a very some burgers this weekend. That's a very cheap and um, not long term effective way of selling your ideas in fitness is mm-hmm. to say, Look at me. You know who that works for long term? Like the best of the best. Like, I'm the strongest man I ever lived. I've left whatever. But, yeah, okay, you look good. Um, It might get you some attention, but you're not going to have a lot of value. It's not going to last very long. You're very, very short-term. No thanks. I'd rather be known for my ideas, yeah. than what I look like.
3: Did somebody send over this morning? Uh, did Jackie send over? Uh, did I see OnlyFans is having trainers, coaches on there? Did no. You, who sent oh, that? I did see
2: something about. Yeah. that. let me see. Yeah, somebody sent that. Was it on that thread? I
0: don't know. Do
3: you I'm know Justin?
2: Just, I Where don't did you know. see it? Yeah, it was on. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was the group one with. with I'm Jackie pretty sure Jackie them. sent that over. No,
0: I can't see it. No, no, I can't find it. But
2: yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, maybe it was fake. I don't know if it was real though. It's it's pretty hilarious. Because talk about an easy transition of, uh, you know, yeah, so let's work out. And then also after hours, you know, like hey. they uh, that, that company is I'm going to look it up right now and see oh, why you're one. looking up.
3: Speaking of crazy, I cannot believe I'm like so disappointed in all of us right here. I can't believe we've been podcasting this long mm. and the WeWork story has never came up. I just I did not know anything about it. And by the way, that also reminds me of this I'm bouncing around here on you guys.
0: Yeah. You forgot to take your riddle in this morning. We talk,
3: yeah. We talked a long time ago about streaming, remember? Yeah. The, and you were like, oh, I think it'll be this, you know, a lot of different ones, a la carte type of deal. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I think like the, there's going to be the dominant ones that are going to come out. And you might be right in this situation, right? But mm. when I, I look at it, might be. What happened? I'm not Whoa. admitting yet. I'm He's not not, Full. Not, yeah, I'm not fully committed <laughs> to you being right yet. Because uh, what, what, the way it's starting to shape up, like to what you're saying, is that if uh, if streaming media was food, uh, Netflix is candy, and HBO Max and Disney is like a steak. Sure, mm. that's how I feel. Like, man, I've been. Wa- can see that. I've been on HBO Max lately, and the content that they're producing way better. Fire, way better. Yeah. Fire. They're they're sh- and they don't put out as much. Mm. Nowhere near what Netflix does, but, but higher quality. The c- quality of the shows are. I oh, mean, I'm onto this. I'm on this series right now called Generation Hustle on HBO Max, and it's a one hour like docu series. On you know, just like it sounds, this this generation and their all their hustle and some mm-hmm. of it's like con artists and some crazy stories. Last night I was watching the WeWork story. Knew nothing about this guy, this guy Adam, who was the the CEO founder of WeWork. That grew this thing, and maybe Doug can check me on with the dollar amount, because I know
2: Doug, Doug watched this too. It's like, basically an office environment that you rent space in, right? That's yeah, everybody model, knows what it is, right? Real, real yeah, I was just making yeah. sure everybody does.
0: Yeah, so yeah. so again, explain that again. So, yeah, so, so.
2: WeWork is,
3: a, is, is one of many companies, right? They're not the only company that does this. Um, they were one of the early ones that came out with this idea that, you know, a lot of people don't want to pay for a whole office space, but they'll rent for— and we do this. We do this a lot. We have our marketing team who's out in Vegas— they fly in, we rent a space at a yeah. WeWork type of place for three hours. So you get a conference room, you get a projector, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I have friends
0: that are stockbrokers that have that work for themselves, and that's what they do. They meet their, their clients in these offices that they rent. Right, right. And he he
3: built this idea around like this, this company being like a tech company. And it reminds me of the, this big debate and argument that we just recently got into with my buddy about Tonal mm. and how it's overvalued. Because they they value it like a tech company. And it's just really, it's a fitness company first. Right. And that's where its fault is. That's this. This is a, a real estate leasing company. That's all it is. So how are they yeah, making it the tech? Where's
2: the tech angle? Yeah, yeah I'm wondering That's
3: where that. they, they try to put the spin on it that it is a, a tech company. And they're they're revolutionizing how people are going to work in the future. The guy who ran this thing, okay, was super charismatic. I mean, he just had this ability to capture a room. And he had like, no real experience leading into this. And he's he a cult. Dude, well that so that actually in there <laughs> Much like, more profitable. A really cool uh, quote that I heard somebody in the show say that and I, I liked it. I it, he said, um there's a very thin line between uh, cult and culture. Mm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's truth to that, wow,
0: right? Cult is the root word of culture.
3: I know. Yeah. I know that. So I I like <laughs> I like oh uh, the, look at look at there's the there's the uh how 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 fast did it get up to the that, that crazy billion dollar valuation, Doug? And where'd it go from?
1: Yeah, it looks like in twenty ten it was around zero and then by twenty eighteen or nineteen it had gotten up to like fifty uh sorry, forty eight million or something like that. Oh, wow, that was billion, good. I should say. Oh, no billion. billion. Wow. With a B, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What?
3: All on just like a place that For was- For an
2: office space?
3: Yeah. And he had so many people that were investing him and dumping money in him. He ended up getting out. He sold out his shares, walked away with like a billion dollars, and is all under investigation right now. I didn't know any of this story. Wow. Crazy. I didn't even know this was a thing like happening, right? And this, there's WeWorks over here. Mm-hmm. We've been in them before. Mm. So they're super popular. When we go
0: to, uh, the other one we go to isn't we work so it's Spaces.
2: Yeah, it's another you know, Spaces. Right. Well, we've
3: been to one though. We've been to a, we've been, gone to a couple. At least yeah. I don't have. I've been in there. I've met already. Mm. I mean, they're they're just they're all the same. Yeah. They they, yeah. they create this environment that you know it's ping pong and coffee. There's and nothing
0: they, tech. about you, it. You know, speaking of you, because you said the guy who did this is like the super charismatic guy that didn't yes. know much about the business but was just very charismatic. Yes. And then I think about like uh, what was that. That event that was totally blew up with Jaw Rule and that other dude, the fire, the fire festival. festival. Yes. Okay. And then there was that one woman who was selling that te- that medical technology and got all this whatever and turned out to be totally fake. Right. You know. What, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. This happens over and over again because, and this is a great lesson for any kids that are listening or watching this right now. The most, and not to say that you should do what they're doing, that's dishonest, but nonetheless, it does prove a point. The most important skill that you could ever develop. That will pay you dividends regardless. I don't care what you do. People skills. And if you can oh, yeah. teach – and this is it's a skill. Now, of course, there's – just like there's people who, who are – You can wield it to do bad. Yeah. It, well, you could. Or you can wield it to do good. It's extremely powerful, and it will make you successful or more successful. I don't care what you do. You could be a teacher. You would be a plumber. You could be yeah. a doctor. If you have people skills – and it is a skill you can develop. And, of course, there's people that are – genetically more gifted in that department just like there's some people that are just genetically better basketball players Mm. nonetheless you could teach yourself to be a better basketball player focus on people skills it'll it'll pay you back more than any other skill that you could possibly learn and it's a fact this one also it reminded
3: me so much of tonal because where i see the potential loophole and and again the argument that my buddy brendan was trying to make with it was leaning on growth and you, if you are a smooth leader like this guy was, he was so great at selling his vision and getting more people and more people to buy in and buy in and give money and give money that he was just building and building and building. I mean, it was like one of the fastest growing companies in history ever at one point, just off of growth.
0: So then he cashed out and then.
3: Yeah, but the finances weren't there. It wasn't very profitable. They were, I mean, the the, the thing was losing money. But because of the 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 exponential growth year over year, because of the amount of money that they kept taking in mm. and he kept selling more people and more people to get behind it, that just, everyone was talking about growth. But nobody was talking about like what the bottom line looked like, like where where is this really going and how are we really going to monetize this more ways than just leasing a space? Right. And is this overinflated? And eventually, of course, the balloon popped. Wow. But I mean, that's that's what I think of when I think of what I see with these these companies that are fitness companies. That are getting valued as as tech companies, like mm-hmm. even if there is the because there obviously there is a tech component to Tone in comparison to WeWork, so I'll I'll, I'll accept that right mm-hmm. that there is a tech component. And if we could in a, a a fantasy world believe that everybody when they start their workout they continue forever and they never quit and they input this data yeah. every single day, so you can learn all about their behaviors, their weight, their their eating habits, their exercise habits. Right. That's valuable information that I could see that you could get a big valuation off of. But what
0: we know
2: yeah.
0: that the average person falls off within six weeks. Yeah, that's the bottleneck. The bottleneck is how consistent and how often are people going to work out. Right. And that, that is, we know what those numbers look like regardless of uh, the modality, and that's the problem. Uh, you know, here's another company that – and I am I'm, I'm guarantee you I'm going to piss people off or get people excited or whatever. But another company that reminds me of a, a company that gets evaluated like a tech company and it continues to do this, but the numbers don't make sense is Tesla. Mm-hmm. The numbers do not make sense. Now, I know why – it's valued so high. It is like a tech company, and then you have Elon Musk. Elon Musk. So I'm is gonna like de- this-
3: I'm gonna defend that one. Okay. So yeah, I'm, defend it. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the, the the opposing. Here's why I do see it being crazy. Right. First of all, if you compare it to like General Motors, Ford, things like that, right? They still own such a fraction of the 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 space. So if you do believe that we're going in this green direction where you know these types of, of electric cars is going to be the future. Yeah. I think we all agree there, right? Sure. So we agree, and they would be the, the front runner in that area. So at one point, you have to believe that they are going to be one of the leading... Car sales. I don't. Oh, you don't. No. Even though you believe. Okay, you believe that we're going electric. They don't. They don't
0: own that. They don't own. It's not like they are the only uh, company that has technology to go electric.
3: Yeah, but they're they're leading that technology in that space.
0: Okay. And and so, what 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 would you make? What would make you think then that Toyota, Honda, those massive companies, which their profits and their 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 the size dwarfs Tesla, dwarfs. You're right. They don't move in that direction until the market yeah. tells them to move. Now, Tesla can take all these risks and do all that because it's a smaller company. They operate a little differently. Again, Elon has got that celebrity. Like, do you know the CEOs of any other car company? No. No, you don't. Like, Elon is Steve Jobs, right? Well, it's a bet on well, him,
2: and also too, it's a data thing, right? so, just like everything else. So they're collecting because they have to press so hard at you know having autonomous driving cars. Like they're one of the only companies out there that are that's actually right moving that direction. That's not true.
0: It, you okay. have Google. And I mean, Apple there's, a,
2: there's a few, but
0: are, are doing that? And no, Toyota sil- silently though. No, yeah, like, he, he's a, the only one out. There's, there's a lot. So
3: Toyota. Is moving this way there are a lot of them are moving that way but yeah. i would say tesla is leading that technology and that and this is where that technology okay here, here's a difference too okay so we all use our cars okay it's not like fitness yeah i know that right it's sure you, and there and i've been saying this for a while that we haven't quite got here but there's a tremendous value in being able to track people's behavior with where where they drive like imagine you're in a tesla and they have they have been tracking you for the last year of where you stop to get gas, where you stop to go get groceries, all the different foods. Oh yeah, that the you possibilities like. are huge. Yeah, and you imagine driving in your Tesla and you're in traffic and you're one block away from uh, Chick fil A. My favorite breakfast sandwich, and it goes get uh, one free Chick Fil A sandwich right now if you drive through and buy. Of course, you know what I'm saying, and all you redeem, and all I have to do is hit, and it I, re- I redeems. Get, I get, I that I swing, in I get it. Like I mean, I
0: get that they're going to be the ones that didn't lead that. No, they're not because they're they don't own that tech. That's a lot of companies have that tech and mm-hmm. have more of that. Google already has tons of information on you. Facebook already does. Mm-hmm. All it takes
2: is Ford to go with Facebook. Haven't they been trying to, to partner it. with a, a big tech company like for a while now, and they've been turned down? Why do well, you
0: think they've been turned down? Well, because a lot of them, it yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of them but, want but to the, do that. But
2: what, what they have is is the car element no, that, no. that they haven't figured out yet. None of those other tech companies really proven no, that. Tesla's
0: yet. got that cool factor. It's got Elon Musk mm-hmm. and and, and they're, Apple's they're, car. Who the hell knows? But you just wait. You just wait. Ford, Toyota, yeah. Honda, they come and they they're like, oh, okay. The market's really pushed in this direction either because the the government made regulations to make it mandatory, or because the market. Because if you actually do the math, I'm telling you right now, if you actually do the math, it still makes no sense to buy an electric car. And if you actually look at the the amount
2: of coal that they have to burn to fuel... Oh, I know. Them, it doesn't add up to not, like being environmentally conscious Not completely,
0: right? Yeah. But it will in the future. When it starts yeah. to get to that when point... When they get more efficient with it. It starts to get to that point, Tesla's... I mean, their competition's going to explode. And if you look at their bottom line, you look at their numbers... They're not a super big – pro. Their, their valuation of the stock market makes no sense. Uh, I mean, I, I don't totally disagree with that, the, the Now, valuation. if you believe in Elon Musk and you believe he's Tony Stark and you believe he's like this – Well, you don't even have to – Which he's a guy that – You don't I, you I'm you don't have to believe that. You
3: just got to believe that, that the, the old dogs are going to get knocked off the hill. You just gotta believe that GM, Toyota, Honda—one of the big dogs—is. Is it time that you see a new one well, that comes in there? Well, I mean, we okay. Listen, in our in just in the last two decades, look what Kia did. Okay, did you know? Okay, Kia was a, a laughing stock when it first came in, and then it got in partnered with the NBA and these big teams, and now Kia is like one of the number one selling vehicles in the world. Yeah, yeah. but hold on a second. So, okay. what, what makes you think that Tesla can't come up and be the same thing?
0: Because they still haven't, and you know, Tesla doesn't work with dealerships. You guys know this, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know there's states and. Areas that you can't sell Teslas because they have regulations and laws that say you have to go through a dealership. Do you know who has their hands in every aspect of car sales in America? All the big car dealerships, all the big car manufacturers. It's a, it's a. if you really look at it and break that's, it down. That's
3: part of why I think the belief and the hype is around him is that he's trying to disrupt all You're that. You're right. He, he, it's him we're, Be we're the Uber. We're, we're this, bro. We're this close to never going to go to a, a dealership to buy a car in the first Let place. Let me put it this way
0: if something happened to Elon Musk and he was gone, their stock would plummet. Now, when Steve Jobs left, there was a little dip in the stock, but Apple still held strong because they were really fundamentally- No, they didn't.
3: Dude, Apple yeah, was almost- a dive. Dude, a- Apple almost went bankrupt until Steve Jobs came back and saved no, no, the no, company. No, 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 yeah.
0: no. I'm talking about when, when, after the second time, when Steve Jobs left, passed away. Oh, yeah, but that's uh, that's but Apple his leadership has, shadow, though. N- well, no, it's not a leadership shadow. It's because Apple was a- Well, yes, I guess it was because Apple fundamentally was yeah. a hugely profitable company. If Elon is gone- they're going to look at the numbers and be like, this doesn't make any yeah, sense.
3: Yeah, that's a bad that's a bad example because that's right now. I mean, just Steve Jobs was Apple. They got they didn't think he was Apple. He left Apple, yeah. it tanked and almost went bankrupt. He brought back Apple, came back, completely changed the game in it, and then went on for decades, then yeah. passes on. And by that time, it's established. Right, so we'll see. We'll Tesla's see. getting established right now. They're still in that phase. So yes, if Elon died today, yeah. absolutely, I would agree with you that it would shake things up. But I think that he's leading the way on in many ways in that in that they're, space. They're the most
2: visible. They're, they're the pioneers right now. And it's it, yeah, there is a lot of competition coming in that direction. But I do think like there's something to be said about the one that's like the spearhead of the whole. And time. Uh, remember,
3: he doesn't necessarily need to put out. Uh, Honda, Toyota. He doesn't need to put them all out of business. No. He just needs to take a share from all of them. And if he be- if he becomes the electric car guy and takes a majority of that market from all those people, then yes, they all they already make electric cars. So it's not like he owns electric cars. Electric cars are being made, but Tesla is is crushing them in comparison to that side. nobody
0: wants to see him succeed more than I do. I'm a huge Elon Musk fan. Love the guy. But if you look at the numbers, look how much money he's gotten from governments and states because of them trying to promote green energy and all that stuff, how much money he's had to pay back. And also, if you look at it from a business standpoint and you look at their valuation, it makes zero sense. It's Mm. like Dogecoin. It's like hype, but it doesn't make any sense. And you look at the potential competition. (laughs) You can't draw those parallels. Get out of here, Doug.
3: Doug. Coin is totally made faith, up though. thing from yeah, nothing. No, there's not nothing not backing true. it. I, what Come I mean, on. What
0: I mean by that, it's hype. It's based mostly on hype and not on fundamentals.
3: I mean, I don't know. I disagree with that. You ever gotten a Tesla? They're badass. There's no hype around that. that.
0: I didn't say they weren't badass. Well, but you, that doesn't mean that the numbers work. Well, well okay. So I can't. I mean, there's that, this restaurant down the street that I used to love going to. They shut down. They didn't profit. They had made the best freaking calzones ever, though.
3: Yeah, that's mm. fair. That's a fair. <laughs> that's a fair argument. But I, I, I think that there's he's okay. Another thing that's cool about them that they do that I haven't seen anybody else do. Uh, you know, you if they upgrade anything, that's how how connected they are. Yeah, you I know. Up, it's like up, an app. Yeah, you can boom. They connect to the car like that. I mean, yep. you, they're doing things so much further ahead than everybody else in that right. space that I, I I believe that when when they all when they all pivot and move that direction, when we probably have to at one point. I do think that
2: they—that's well, why I feel like they—they they look at it most like a tech company than any other of yeah. the car, uh, you, you know, competitors. Because of that fact, like they're iterating constantly, they're—they're they're a- adjusting things in terms of like tire pressure, and you know, they, they just send it out, yeah. and all of a sudden you have it all upgraded. Oh yeah, what
0: other companies doing yeah, that? Yeah, you get a message that says uh, your zero to sixty just went down point two seconds. Yeah, like it's that's crazy. That's, I mean, it is. It's very cool, but yeah. you wait. The second Apple or Google, which has way more information than uh, than, than Tesla. Partners with Ford or Toyota or Honda. Yeah, but okay. I mean, you're talking about a company that
3: has nothing to do with cars. You know what I'm saying? And then Apple's already talking about it. But they're not
2: partnering it. with them. They're doing their own cars. They already what talking about making their own cars. Exactly. They're
3: doing their own cars. So, so now what I you're saying is a stupid. bunch of non-fitness people coming in the fitness space thinking they're going to make fucking fitness toys. Which mm, no, st- I'm saying that's you, the same thing. You, Facebook no. trying to make cars is, is, and uh, mm. autonomous cars, and Google trying to make autonomous cars, which is what they're trying to do. It's very ballsy because you're going to go against people the that have been making cars. Cars is going to be a flop,
2: guaranteed.
0: Of course. Uh, maybe, but here, I'll take it a step further. Uh, do you think the future of cars is people buying their own cars? Or is the future of cars, you hit your Leasing app and it picks and, you up. Who's right. going to win that market? Well, if you do that way route, then Uber's well, got a Uber head start and, on everybody. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. my point is, my whole point of this is, it's, the Tesla has a lot of hype. The money doesn't make sense. When you look at their profits, you look at their earnings, you look at all their numbers, it just doesn't make sense. Oh, it feels good to get a nice full, tight, rigid, and stiff pump in your arms when you're working out. But uh, what if the pump down below sucks? What if it's not that amazing? Look, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Blue Chew. Did you know that ED is the most commonly reported sexual dysfunction? And some studies show that it's actually increasing. Now, the good news is ED medications can be very effective at solving this issue. So Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and far less expensive. Their tablets combat all form of ED and can help Maine gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. It's an online prescription service, no visits for the doctor, um, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. So you don't need to go to the doctor's office, you just talk to them online. The process is simple, right? Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical uh, providers. Once you're approved, you'll get your prescription within days, and of course, the best part is it's all done online, all right? So here's our special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew for free when you use the promo code MINDPUMP at checkout. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. So that's bluechew.com, promo code MINDPUMP to get your first month absolutely free. All right, enjoy the rest of the podcast.
1: First question is from Parker Zimmerman. Is the muscle squeeze or the stretch more important for hypertrophy
0: boy you know it's to compete to compare them to is almost impossible because yeah, they're both so both important. vital yeah they're both very important you know there's studies that show that the stretch portion portion of a repetition really stimulates muscle growth and gets more muscle fibers to fire there are also studies that show this with the squeeze you got to do both and this you know i know earlier we talked about full range of motion <laughs> This is part of that. Bodybuilders have known this for a little while now. The funny thing is, later on, they started doing kind of shorter reps. But you go back into, to the you know the the seventies, the golden era of bodybuilding, and it was about full ranges of motion. And the studies support this. Now, here's the value with both of them. Okay, the squeeze I find to be more important when you have trouble connecting to a muscle. Well, that's what mm-hmm. uh, Ben Pekolsky would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben Pekulski would say if you have uh, weak
3: calves or a weak muscle part that you probably like lagging. Yeah, lagging. Yeah. That's what I mean by weak, right? Not necessarily strong wise. I mean by look the way it looks. Development. <clears throat> so if you have a lagging or weak muscle uh, that it's most likely that you have a poor connection in the contracted position mm-hmm. that you cannot connect very well to the muscle in that in that position. So, and he's got a lot of research to support that argument. I mean, and, I, based and off
0: I, my experience, I would agree, and
3: I, I would agree too. I think that's I think that's very true. And so, and and then I think in a stretch position is the easiest place for somebody to feel. That's where the most damage is done, right? So, mm-hmm. a lot of the yeah. research on the eccentric portion mm-hmm. of the exercise, the negative, the way down, and, and the stretch of the muscle that's where more of the muscle Brace fiber damage. More, yeah. yeah. So there, there is, this is not an either or they both are extremely valuable. Both should be included in your hypertrophy training. and, and, I'll take it one step further, which I say this on the show all the time, is the one that will probably give you the most bang for your buck is the one that you neglect the most. So if you're somebody who trains in the stretch position all the time and you like right. to really focus on that, but you never really focus on the contraction in the. This, this is where we get
2: into all the camps, right? Right. You know, and it's, it, it's just funny because, you know, your muscle, it, it's going to contract. You have your concentric contraction. You have your isometric contraction. You have your eccentric contraction. There's, like, those three factors just by themselves. Like, you could develop a training protocol that's just like – I'm just going to focus and just on this particular element of, of the train. So both of them, to me, are, are massively yeah. valuable and you should integrate both.
0: You know, today I saw Justin doing an exercise that uh, really exemplified both of these. So he was doing uh, flies, but they were alternating, right? Oh, right. So the arm that was up, and I could tell he was doing this. By the way, you'd make a good bodybuilder. I know you act like you don't try to connect, <laughs> but you're all about connection. It's just from oh, a performance yeah, yeah, standpoint. Yeah. But he was squeezing, right? So like squeezing the left pec while the right pec goes down to stretch. So long squeeze long stretch and then alternating that's like a great example of taking advantage of both right mm-hmm. but i remember as a trainer when i would have a client that would say and i figured it took me a while to figure this out but if i had a client that said i don't feel my chest on a bench press or i don't feel my glutes in a squat one of, the, one of the ways I would get them to feel it would be right before we do the squat, I'd have them focus on squeezing that muscle in its fully contracted position, and then hold the squeeze mm-hmm. for a long period of time until they could really feel that they could connect to it. Then we'd go do the exercise, and boom, they were connected. And it shows up. Yeah. Now, the stretch, stre- and when you are when you can connect to a muscle, the stretch is great, especially if you exaggerate the stretch or hold the stretch. You ever do that, where yeah. you get into a position... And you're doing the fly or whatever, and you're holding that bottom position while maintaining control mm-hmm. and then do some reps, phenomenal. There's a
3: what's a, there's a name for that too. Uh stretching. I forget what the oh, is. Oh, the intra-set stre- stretching. Or, okay, yeah, there's there's uh, I forget what that's a technique also that a lot of bodybuilders use mm-hmm. where between sets they'll do they that. do deep stretches mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they'll hold like a really heavy weight for I don't know, short period of time and then go back to
1: it. Next question is from Jameel A one forty four. I'm absolute dog shit at pull ups. Could doing some pull-ups every day increase my proficiency? If so, how many would you recommend per day? Yeah,
0: the the most yeah, f- the best thing you can do. effective strategy that you can have to getting good at one particular exercise is to literally practice it every day. Now, I said practice, not train it. So, here's the key here. Let's say this person can do max 5 pull-ups. So, mm-hmm. 5 is their absolute max. You're not going to do 5 pull-ups every single day. It's way too intense. Maybe do 1 or 2 mm-hmm throughout the day. So you have a pull-up bar in your, wherever your closet or whatever, and maybe four or five times a day, you walk by the pull-up bar and you do like one or two, and then you drop it. And then you do whatever you're going to do. And a couple hours later, you do it again. You could do this with squats. You could do this with bench press. You could do this with any exercise. This, this, this constant kind of low to moderate intensity of practice builds strength. So fast. It's one of the best techniques I've ever tried for myself for building strength.
2: Well, you know, I like that uh, a lot because you're fresh, you're, you're, you know, you're in a position where if I'm going to go like try to perform this exercise, I'm going to really work on, this is going to be like the best, like I have the best energy going in. My technique is going to be the best. I can, I can connect to my body and then I'm going to stop and I'm going to come back when I'm fresh again, versus just trying to grind my way through it. A lot of times we get into that, you know, rep thing where we have to like get all these reps in just because, and, and what we're doing is we're promoting like sloppy form We're we're promoting, uh, you know, not the optimal version of that, where I can build, upon so it's to keep doing that and then keep fresh and, and and taking reps when you know you walk by like just one to two I think mm-hmm. is perfect you know this is so true that
3: um I was stronger at pull ups so I you know later on in my my late 20s uh and 30s I got to the place where I could deadlift over 500 pounds so you think I had this really massively strong back but I could do more pull-ups when I was like 18 19 years old and why that was, was when I, I worked at the dairy and we used to have this, uh, this bar that I had to walk under to go get the cows. And I'd had to do that 120 times like a day. And like every couple times I would just jump up and bah, bah, hit two pull-ups then go back to my work. Just and, all day. Yeah. All day long. And I was listening to music, doing my thing. I wasn't even thinking of it like a workout. I was just messing around. I was killing time for the cows to walk in or something like that. So I'd jump up and do it. And I just kind of played around with that. And I did that for so many years working there. then I'd go in the gym and I could rep out 25 plus pull-ups. Like nothing, like super. Pull ups were easy for me back then. So I've had more, I've had a hard time getting good at pull ups as I've gotten older, but I've never applied that level of frequency that I did when I was 18. So when you tell stories like that about how you know this is the way to do it like it doesn't matter how strong you are on your back and all these other exercises it's very specific to pulling up the best thing you could possibly do is just frequently do it you cannot and the only way you can do too much of it is if the intensity of it by how much how yes. much you do like you said so yes. the idea is not do you, you don't want to train it to failure. No, you literally practice it. That's right. You do not want to train it to failure when you do that. You're. If I could do 20 pull-ups, I'm only doing a couple of those and then getting down.
0: Let me give you another example. Let's say your max squat is, let's say you could do 315, 315 pounds for 12 reps, and that's failure. So 315, 12 reps. And you're like, I want to get stronger at squats. Well, here's what you could do. Let's just say you had a squat rack in your garage, put 315 on it. And I don't know, every two or three hours, go out there and do three, four reps. That's it. So you can do 12. Just do like three reps every two or three hours. So you're just going out, you're practicing three reps. Obviously, the intensity's low. Mm -hmm. And by the way, here by the way, keep doing that. Don't do more because you think you got stronger. Do that for like four weeks. At the end of four, and keep doing three or four. Even if the three or four feels super easy, stick to it. At the end of the four weeks. Go and see what your max is, and you'll be very surprised at how strong you got. This was a technique that was utilized by the Soviets with uh, Olympic weightlifting. Mm -hmm. And Olympic weightlifters, it's, by the way, of all the resistance training kind of like strength sports that you'll find – By far, the most science has been applied. They do the best job
2: of actually approaching it like they're practicing. Yes. Yeah, constantly.
0: And the Chinese now are phenomenal at this. You look at the Chinese weightlifters, and they're just doing tremendous – and they just – they practice. They practice all day long, and they train at these kind of sub-maximal loads.
1: Next question is from Taylor Becca when should mus- muscle finishers be used and how important are they? Who
0: picked the questions
3: today? I did. did yeah. uh, you did this one on Absolutely. purpose right so, here. So mu-
0: muscle finishers are, that's bodybuilding jargon, right? And that basically means exercises you do at the end of a workout to mm. give you a better pump. And they typically are isolation exercises, cable exercises, machines. And it's like, okay, so you know, for chest, a finisher would be like a cable crossover, right? Or for for delts, it might be like a lateral, you know, or for biceps, like it might be like a,
2: any as many reps as
0: possible yeah, or something. Exactly. It's just to kind of squeeze more blood in the muscle. So, you know, when should they be used? Well, if you're going to do them like a bodybuilder, I do them at the end of the workout, obviously. But really, the value of finishers is that these are exercises that don't produce a lot of damage, but they allow you to add more volume. That's really what it is. So, Okay. So I did the bulk of my workout. I know I can add more volume, but if I let's say it's chest again, and I just said cable crossovers, right? I just finished my chest workout. If I do three more sets of bench press, it's it's a compound lift. There's a lot of load. It causes a lot of damage. That'll tip me over over training. How can I add more volume? Without overtraining, I know I'll pick this exercise that doesn't cause a lot of damage and just do with do some more. Ex- you know, I mean, more reps.
3: when you're when you're working on the the pump, right? So you're when you're chasing uh, the pump, I see value in these. Or when you are really trying to work on connection, right? Get more connection to a, a muscle, right? I and similar to what we were talking about earlier about the stretch or the contraction position, I see value in these things. Other than that, I actually see them. Uh, I see them abused more in that space. Totally. So I I, I remember training with obviously a lot of competitors when I was competing and a lot of their programming looked like this. They they start with the, and we'll just use chest since all of them love to do chest, right? They start with either some good dumbbell press or maybe a barbell chest. And then the next three exercises that we would do, okay, because there's times where I'd hop in with guys, let them lead the workout just to see what they would do. You know, we would do, you know, this this incline, you know, barbell bench press to start off. I'm like, all right, cool, this routine's starting good. And then we go over and we hit, like, the hammer strength machine, then we do cable crossovers, and- Yeah,
0: a bunch of finishers.
3: Yeah, a bunch of finishers. And we're just chasing the pump. The whole workout was that. It was like, we did, like, one, what I would consider big bang for your buck exercise, the one that's really gonna grow my chest, the one that's really gonna make the most difference. We did one exercise of that, we did three sets, and then we're already out of it. Mm-hmm. And now we're on to all these other exercises where we're just pumping fluid in there. And psychologically, it would trick these guys to thinking that they're cuz they get all pumped full of fluid. You're drinking yeah. water, you're doing high repetitions, you're connected really well to it. You get a lot of tension on it cuz it's cable work. And so they get all this fluid filled in, but then their chest doesn't grow that much because mm-hmm. they're they're missing out on the really good exercises. Now, I prefer if I'm doing if you're doing single muscles or you know, one muscle part or two muscles per workout I want to get at least two or three really good compound type exercises. Right. dumbbell, barbell type work. And then the very last exercise, the one exercise I'll do is this, you know, machine or cable work to kind of plop. but you would
0: never trade uh, a big bang for your buck exercise. never for a finisher never. No. and
3: that that and that's what's most common. So the people that talk about finishers and stuff, what ends up happening is, some kid sees that and like, oh my god, I so felt that, or they look at themselves in the mirror and they're all pumped up from it. And they're like, oh, it must have worked the best. And then their they're, then their programming starts to look like a bunch of finishers and maybe one or two really good exercises in there. It's like, so that's the that's the problem I see that this jargon comes from the bodybuilding space and they're the most guilty of of abusing these types of exercises. One of the best things I ever did was to get away from that and train more. Like a power, what what benefited me the most as a bodybuilder was actually training more like a powerlifter and getting away from all these super setting finisher pumping type of exercises because I was missing out on the things that were really building the most muscle.
1: Next question is from Elevated Primate. How much daily cardio is enough? It really depends. It depends a lot on what you mean uh,
0: by
2: enough. Define cardio too.
0: Yeah, like are you looking for athletic performance, in which case you want to do the right amount of cardio to maximize the type of performance you're looking for? Is it for fat loss? If it's for fat loss, that's nutrition, uh, and cardio is is completely not needed whatsoever. If it's for health... (coughs) How much cardio is enough? Here's the best thing you could do for health uh, from a cardio standpoint: just make sure you walk a lot throughout the day. That's mm-hmm. actually the best possible thing you could do for longevity and for health. And the best way to do that is rather than doing one big long walk a day, is to do several walks throughout the day um, in order to keep the body moving, keep things inflammation down, and keep you healthy uh, from a from a fat loss. Because this is probably from a fat loss perspective zero zero mm-hmm. is it. you don't need any cardio to burn body fat it's all a nutrition ass, a nutrition thing and if you use cardio for fat loss then you're you're doing something that's not very effective maybe for a couple of weeks but that's well, it well that's
2: usually the hardest pill to swallow is is to understand that what the conventional view of cardio really is unnecessary uh, you can get a lot of uh, of, of that uh, burned calorie if that's your your entire goal you could really just focus on upping your activity levels and moving around and uh, picking things up and uh, you know taking every opportunity to uh, you know move more like park further away there's just like all kinds of different types of strategies you can implement throughout your day that uh, will actually have more of an impact because it's 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 a lifestyle shift uh, versus to just like dedicate myself to an hour on the treadmill of just like running like a you know a hamster on a hamster wheel. So my, my answer would be what whatever you can see yourself doing for the rest of your
3: life is enough, right? So if you bring up your points Sal, like, you know, I could I could see myself just breaking up the day with two or three good long 20-minute walks every day forever. I could do that. I could definitely see myself that. Maybe you love to get on the elliptical. Maybe you love to row and you're like, man, I love to row for 30 minutes. Is that okay? Can I do that every day? If you love to do it and you could do it for the rest of your life, that's great. I, I think that's that's. I think there's lots of benefits to doing that. Uh, but to your point, most people ask this question because they think they need to do it in order to lose body fat or to build right. the physique they want. And that's just that's a that's a terrible rabbit hole to go down because when you start doing that, all you are is chasing the manual calorie burn, right? And we want to get to a place where your body is automatically burning those calories to keep you in that shape. And it's not mandatory that you get on the treadmill for an hour every single day. But there are people. That find that type of exercise is very therapeutic and yeah. enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I also like a don't form
2: of meditation. Yeah, it? I don't
3: want to discourage that person. If you love to get in the pool and swim thirty to fifty laps a day, and it's
0: therapeutic, yeah. as so long as it's a, it's appropriate and you're not overdoing it, keep going. Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah, and you
3: see yourself, man. I, I love the pool so much. Adam. I could do this for the rest of my life. Then then keep it going. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's enough for you, but. If you're asking this question because you're trying to to get to this body that you want, mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out how much is enough for me to get there, well, you don't need any. You could do it all through weight training, and it's probably better to do it all through weight training that way.
2: Well, I, I would actually argue that mobility is more important, and that would be my angle. And it this is this is me also like going back, and I know uh, you know this is way back when I was talking about. Um, going through this whole football thing again like we're old men and we're deciding to play football again and and everybody's trying to get on this hustle to get back in shape and to to get in this cardiovascular shape and I was like trying to tell everybody no like we need to focus on your joints we need to focus on the stability element we need to focus on you know like if you're going to twist that's where the the problem is going to occur like if you want to do anything fast twitch you want to have uh these type of athletic abilities again uh the the biggest work that you need to put in is to really reinforce the joints because that's what you're going to be able to build upon and and to the endurance component of it. Yes, that's great and that's a fun component, but it's something that you can easily get, uh, you know, uh for a few weeks if not a month or so uh, of really like getting that back.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, it's funny, I I last week I was interviewed by Rich Gaspari and John Romano for their podcast, right? So Rich Rich Gaspari, if you don't know who he is, He was one of the top bodybuilders in the 80s, and he was the first bodybuilder to bring cross-striations to the stage. So this guy shows up. This is in the 80s, and he has shredded glutes, like lines in his butt cheeks, right? And it freaked everybody out. So that was Gaspar. He was like the first shredded bodybuilder. You know how much cardio he did during his pre-contest prep? Mm. Zero. Hmm. He never did cardio. And he told me that. He's like, it's so funny how people think you got to do cardio to burn body fat. He goes, I never did cardio ever. I did my resistance training and then I would do my diet. And that's how I got super shredded. And I, and I said, what about stamina? He goes, well, I mean, I don't, I wasn't, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to get stamina to run long distances. He goes, but believe me when I'm doing supersets and giant sets and, you know, 20 rep sets of squats. Oh, he goes, yeah. I built it's a lot a of heart stamina.
2: pumping. Yeah. Workout. Well, that, my entire time
3: competing uh, two weeks, dude, that's it. You did last two weeks, last two yeah. weeks. And the beauty of that and that's what I try to explain to clients when I would coach them that for com- uh, competing is that if you do a really good job of programming right and dieting correctly and building a metabolism up it's rad because that last 2 weeks I can make some serious moves. Mm-hmm. If I can if I if I was off a little bit like you know before every show I go okay I've got Twelve weeks until the show. I have an idea, of kind of where I'm at body fat. I have an idea, of kind of how my body looks. Okay, let's go. And I start, I start training, and I'm and I'm critiquing every week, like how I'm shaping up and how my body's changing. Let's say I get down to like week three or so, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm a little bit heavier, a little more, more body fat than I should be right now. Now all of a sudden I kick up cardio, which I hadn't been doing whatsoever. Oh my! I mean, my body would respond right away versus what you see in the space is as soon as someone starts their exercise routine, they automatically just... Part of it is 30 minutes to an hour on the treadmill or the Stairmaster. And it's like, you do know that once you've done that for about two weeks, the body is already getting really adapted to it. So the the change that you're looking for from that... And
0: then God forbid you stop it.
3: Right, exactly. It's so minimal. I would rather think that that's something that I got in my back pocket that if I really need to ramp up the results in the final two weeks, I got it. And so many times... It was like like Gasparri. It would be almost none. You know, i would walking. That was like my cardio would be walking for some steps and I would manage it that way and only if I had to ramp it up for 30 minutes to an hour towards the last two
0: weeks. Mm, that's great. Look, if you like our content, if you think Mind Pump is informative, you will love mindpumpfree.com. That's where we have all of our fitness guides. We have guides on helping people build muscle, target specific body parts. So we have guides for arms and shoulders and legs and butt. We even have guides for personal trainers. Again, it's mindpumpfree.com. You can also find all of us on Instagram. So you can find Justin at mindpumpjustin, me at Mind Pump Sal, and Adam at mindpumpadam.
1: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB super bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30